The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. We're, we're on. I don't have time to answer your questions. We, as, the, as the music was going. We weren't on when you got to the stairs. We were, so... You didn't do the intro yet. Because I'm busy into getting you interrupting the whole damn thing. Hi. So zip it, loudmouth. I'm here. <laughs> I didn't know who was coming. You should have given me a heads up when I was walking up the stairs. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. How the hell are you? Am I, am I here? Am I on? You're yeah. on. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. How are so, you? Good. How was traffic? Woo! Jesus. They were moving two double wide, like, offices. Jesus office trailers, wow. like you have on the construction site. <coughs> yep. They were moving those two. They took up the two lanes of the... Uh, it was brutal. I, have, I don't think I've driven this slow here, ever. And I left at quarter of four. It's 15 minutes earlier than I typically leave. I usually leave right at 4. I left at 3.45 today. It's always the way. Daddy Dutch, what's up? C-Mac, Claudia, Chapin, what's happening? Jason, what's up? What's up, Dutch? So. I figured Dutch would be yelling at me if I was late, so I'm glad I made it just in the nick. Just in the nick. So. Oh, the brother. Brother Alton. Boom. The dog father. Right here, Alton. Right oh, here, there brother. You, go, you know, you know. So listen, we yeah. got a ton of stuff to get into because, right. like I said, ooh, just wait. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know we got a lot going today on. Today show is brought to you by always brought to you by everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Steve's Shake. If you're wondering why no one's coming to your barbecues, but they're going to Chrissy's, it's because Chrissy's used an Uncle Steve's Shake. And apparently you're not, which means one thing, Chrissy. Tell you better get your son. Damn straight. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in 12 amazing flavors. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. He'll answer all your shake needs. So, basically, it's time to take your backyard and competition game to that next level at Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake someone, everything. UncleSteveShake.com and... Check out his new Facebook group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation, correct? Correct. All right. Correct. Join it and post your cooks there. Today's episode also brought to you by... Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we're barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, we are smoking the Rancho Luna. Let's get on that. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Today also brought to you by... Backline Fabrication and Backline Smokers, Mr. Ryan Newland out of Austin, Texas, just pumping out some of the finest, well-built competition carts, offset smokers, live fire devices... That you've probably ever laid your eyes on. I mean, it really incorporates what you love about uh, smokers or, or just in general about life. He incorporates them into your builds. <clears throat> That's why the possibilities are endless and not 
one pit looks the same coming off of Ryan's showroom or out of his, uh, what am I, warehouse? No, what am I looking for? Uh, shop. Shop. Yeah, shop. There you go. So, anywho, check out Ryan Newland at Backline Fabrication. Check him out on Instagram at Backline Fab. You won't be disappointed. Also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Our brother, Alan Fonte, knows a little something about fire management, fire protection, seeing he's a Miami-Dade firefighter. He had designed these from the ground up, thought of everything, made of food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips Mm -hmm. for an easy on and off. If I can fit my mitts in here, so can you. He's got some mitts. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. The web fit for firm grip. One size fits all. Dishwasher safe. But more importantly, made made right here in the USA. America. So get yourself a pair of two or three. One for the backyard, one for the trailer, one for the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And at checkout, Mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do for you. What are we doing? Type in Royal. 21 oh. and receive 15% off your entire purchase. That's the case every week. That make, Royal 21. Did he make it sound like it was something new, didn't he? Yeah, but it got your attention, didn't it? Yeah. Jerk. So now I'm going to sell another 50 gloves. Let's go. Royal 21, baby. Royal 21 at checkout for 15% off. That is magnachef.com. M A G N E C E C H E F. Mm hmm. Dot com, Magna Chef, Master the Fire. Master it. And we are also brought to you by <laughs> Custom Cutting Boards, RUS.com. Mm-hmm. E- Brother Ian Hemming is making some of the most insane cutting boards on the market today coming out of Magnolia, Texas. Mm-hmm. These cutting boards take an absolute beating. And they handle every bit of it. Absolutely. 100% dishwasher safe, high condensed UV protection, mm-hmm. comfort sliding protection on the bottom. This board will not slide on you, even if it's wet. Multicolors available, the deep reservoir lip. Deep juice. To hold reservoir. all that moisture and juices coming out of your proteins, whatever you're cutting. Yep. The standard dishwasher board. Mm-hmm. So your standard. Countertop size. It's in the dishwasher. The absolutely massive brisket board. Huge. 36 by 18. Three briskets on there. And the new to the market pizza board for that perfect slice. My daughter used used that. My daughter cut the perfect slices with that. She's eight years old. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect slices. So check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R. Us.com. I hope you're hungry. Why? Why? Because I've been starving all day looking at 100 wings. I know. 100 different types of wings. It's huge, dude. Are you kidding me? This is a fat man's dream. It's huge. Cry Daddy, what's up? Junior, Michael, Robert Marvin, CJ, Mr. Clarence Joseph himself. What's up, boys? Mike C. Joe, Toby, Robert Rocha. What's mm-hmm. happening? Max, calling you out, brother. Calling you out. By the way, I made some lamb loin chops with Max's uh, number one rub. Yeah. Woo! Good stuff. 
I've been trying to figure out what cool. to put the number one on. The, t- the, the, the number two seems like it, I can throw it on more stuff, but on the lamb, ooh, it was delicious. Nice job, Mad Max. Nice job. All right. Brass tax? Brass tax time. Let's get into the brass tax. Let's go, baby. Today we are going over mm-hmm. Wing Crush, 100 Epic Recipes for Your Grill or Smoker. Love it. So we are joined by the author herself. Let's see if you can get her name right. How much you want to bet? Let's go. How much you want to lose? What? Did you talk? You already no, asked me I did not. I got on? Didn't know such a thing. Because you, you threw like 70 different ways today on the phone. Yeah, I got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I need to keep you on yeah, your toes. Yeah, let's see it, big guy. You know her as the queen of the grill, which she is. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Paula Stashira. Paula, what's happening? You got my last name 100% correct. Pay up, Thank fool. You. Pay up. We didn't bet. Still. Thank you, Paula. Nicely done. How you doing, Paula? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on today. You guys you guys are amazing to watch. <laughs> oh, this, this is awesome. This is awesome. And, and the, the, the funny thing is, I've known about you for quite a while through our mutual friends, Maddie and Kiki. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. My Multiple, multiple time guests on the show. Yeah. Yep. You know, because we was not this past Friday, the Friday before, um, I was listening in to work at work because they go live at noontime mm-hmm. every Friday, do a live cook. And they're like, oh, Paula, the queen of the grill. And I'm like, oh, she's coming on next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you were on that live. I was on that live too. I was I was watching it. Oh, yeah. With Miota. I happened to jump on. So, yeah, I was on there as well. So we're going to, we'll, we'll start out how we always do. And if you can tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, how you got into the grilling and barbecue aspect, culinary, culinary aspect, and, uh, and especially how you started. Uh, Queen of the Grill. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm from Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I started at a very young age. We took a lot of camping trips with my family and I was always intrigued by live fire. So I would go up to my dad and say, dad, can you show me how that's done? How, how did you make that? So he, he taught me at a very young age. So I was always intrigued. And then growing up, as I got older, I kind of took over the family grilling and anytime we got together, food and grilling was such a huge part for us. So any holiday, you know, pending weather, we were always grilling. So I kind of took over that and my parents were like, all right, so it's your task now. We're, we're, we're not going to deal with it. So <laughs> you do all the grilling, you deal with all that. And I'm like, as long as someone does the dishes, I'm okay with that. So kind of took over uh, doing all that, the family grilling. And then I said, you know what? Social media kind of started. So around 2018 is when I started my account, Queen of the Grill. And I said, you know what? Let me jump on. Let me start an account and let me see where that leads to. If nothing comes out of it, people are like, what is she making? I'm just going to delete my account and, you know, forget all about it. So I jumped on in 2018. I looked through some names and just to kind of backtrack, the name came from grilling for my family. My cousin, K 
came up to me and I had the grill loaded with just skewers and sausages and hot dogs and wings. And there was just so many things on the grill. And he was watching me from afar and just seeing my process and how I did things. And, you know, and he comes up to me and he's like, you're like the queen of the grill. So I was like, oh, I like that. I like yep, that. Yep. So long story short, I went on, I searched <clears throat> the name and it was available. So I started the account and, you know, here I am today, which, you know, in my wildest dreams, I have never expected queen of the grill to be what it is today, never mind writing a book. So it's, it's been such an incredible journey and just so much support and so many people behind me. And, <clears throat> and sometimes you don't realize it until people are sending you messages because you're always in your own head thinking mm-hmm. like, do people really like what I'm doing? Like, mm-hmm. is, is this really good? And then seeing people recreate my recipes and just sending so many amazing messages. I, I was humbled by it and I said, all right, so I'm just going to continue doing this and see, see where this goes and having a lot of partnerships along the way, it just solidified that, you know, what I was doing, people were, were paying attention to. And I think one of the biggest things that you know, happened to me was when Rachel Ray magazine, their Instagram page reposted one of my recipes. So I was like, wow, Rachel Ray, she's, she's someone I look up to. Like, I love her recipes. I watch her show even now, like she, she does a lot of cooking from home. So seeing that happen once was incredible, but in total, they did repost me three times on their Instagram page. So that's so cool. You know, that, that was mind blowing to me. Oh, that's that is awesome. That is awesome. Mike C, what's happening? <laughs> it's good to be recognized. Lauren, what's happening? Marty? Putting in the hard work and to be recognized like that is that is that validation that must have felt very good. Absolutely. You yeah, know? definitely. That validation is what keeps me going. I think a lot of times, you know, when you're doing things, you're you're creating a recipe and <clears throat> and you're thinking, you know, I think this is incredible. I think this is amazing. I love the flavors, but I think when people tell you that it's amazing, it, it solidifies and, and validates it for you because people are actually trying it. And then seeing that just, just comes full circle and then having, you know, written the book and just so much love coming from, from that it's, it's beyond, you know, I don't, I'm speechless most of the time because I honestly, I didn't think that the book would do as well as it has from the get go. Like it was the number one new seller in tailgating as soon as the book came out. So I was like, wow, this Huge. is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And the barbecue family is just something that <clears throat> I didn't really understand how tight knit it was until I got into it, you know, yeah. like really getting into it. And it's, you know, starting my Instagram page and putting out, you know, product and stuff. And it's so it, everyone's just there to help each other. I find it's, 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 <clears throat> Name another meat or name another category of food Mm -hmm. where they have as many competition or in-depth competitions as they do and have the family that it does. I can't really think of another food genre that is like that. No, there's there's really not except in the barbecue and grilling world. You know, you you, you get the old – was it the old – like the church – Chili cook-offs and 
Those things, things like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, no as, sitting around the campfire making Italian food. I yeah. love Italian. Oh yeah, but I, as, I love my Italian food. Don't get me wrong, you know. But yeah, as a culin- a specific culinary category, no barbecue and grilling is is it. You don't see a French chef calling up another another French chef in another restaurant trying to make them better. That's just not happening. But in barbecue, you, you see that. Yeah. One barbecue guy can call another barbecue guy and ask for his help. And that is okay. But you don't see that. Well, it is nowadays. I'm just saying, you don't see that in a lot of other industries. Oh, no. Of, rest, of restaurants and other genres of, or different types of food. or You just don't see that, that love or that the hand reaching out. Usually, they're just like, oh, you good. You're on your own, you know. Fly by the seat of your own pants, yeah. sink or swim. But in yeah. in barbecue, they're like, look, you know, we can show you what we do. We'll teach you what we do. You got to ultimately do it at the end of the day. But people are willing to share. And it's hard. Not everyone can do it. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, for so sure. So I love that part about this industry. I think that is just the community is strong. You know? Paula, what is um, <clears throat> what's your favorite vessel to cook on at your house? So, do you cook just? Are you just a backyard cook, right? I haven't got a chance. I didn't get a copy of your book yet, by the way. I'm sure it's in the mail. No big deal. No big deal. Shallots on it. Don't worry. Do you do? Are you just backyard cook? Or do you do any catering, or do you cook for the masses at all? Just backyard cooking, okay. um, family backyard cooking. So that's mainly what I focus on, and I've got couple of pellet grills. Okay. I do have charcoal grills. Mm-hmm. I've got a, two griddles. So I'm switching it up between the different styles of of uh, barbecues and, okay. and grills and stuff like that, depending on the weather. Because, you know, I'm in Canada. So when it's raining and it's snowing, it's good there's to have a certain a, grill you want to grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge pellet guy, but living in Canada, it would be nice to have a pellet versus sometimes I'm running out. Grilling something quick on the Weber gas grill, which if I had a pellet, I'd use that instead. Yep, you know what yep. I mean? Absolutely. So if I were to say right now, go out and cook me the, you know, your, your best wing on which vessel would you cook and what wood would you use? What's your so favorite So today, wood? because it's raining, I would push my pellet grill outside, throw the wings on, get some cherry wood on there, close mm-hmm. it, and run back inside and wait. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go. Okay. Okay. That's today. We're talking today. But if we're talking summertime, springtime, when the weather is nice, I do enjoy grilling on my charcoal, Kamado-style mm. grill. I just love the char. And I, I do like the ring style. So I put oh. all, all the coals in the middle. Yep. And then I just do the ring. Okay. And then if I do want more of a crust, I put them in the middle for like a second on a side and then take them off, toss them in the sauce. Um, and also in the meantime, when I am grilling my wings, I do get my cast iron sauce pot and I mm-hmm. heat up sauce if I'm doing saucy wings. So I do enjoy cooking on the charcoal grill when so, the weather is nicer. So you cook on the charcoal grill and you use the ring, like the ring that makes it kind of like an art of flame in a way. Makes, yes, like exactly. Inner, like the, you cook like a plancha ring that you put on there, basically. Yeah, ah. yeah so... So I do, so I don't do direct heat. I do indirect heat when I'm starting. Okay. And then they still get a really, really nice char on them. And if I want more of a char, I, I just throw them in the middle where Slide the Slide them is. right over to the middle. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. So, okay. All right. I like that. Because you know I'm going to ask you, like, how, you know, what type of skins do you shoot for? That's like the big deal when it comes to any chicken with skin is 
how you do you go for the crispy skin? Do you go for the soft bite through skin? Do you have different recipes requiring different things, different ways? I do love, I do love a crispy skin. Mm. I do. So if I'm using my pellet smoker, I like to take up my wings to about 190. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 165 is minimum, but I go 190. And if I want a little bit more about that. Yep. of a crispy skin, I throw in some cornstarch. Um, That's it. That's his move. That's his, he, he, yeah. he actually taught me that move. I didn't know that move. Yeah. He taught me the move. Although it messes with the rub a little bit. Looks a little different. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but you don't need much. You yeah. literally right. need one teaspoon. You don't, per you don't need to, mm. to go insane with it, but I think the most important thing, which I've noticed a lot of people don't do, is pat their rings dry once they take them out of, you know, when they purchase them from the store. That is important. Pat them dry. Get Mm. rid of that excess moisture. And a lot of times when I do that, I'll just get a wire rack and just throw them on the wire rack and just kind of let the the air flow through it and then season it. So I think Mm. that's really important to get crispy skin as well as get rid of that excess moisture. Yep. For sure. For sure. Uncle Steve's in the house. What's up, Uncle? Uh, what was I going to say? Hello. I'm thinking about wings. I'm. Uh, oh my god! I can't believe it. You keep it's, thinking it's about it. It's the best time of year. The you, spring's coming. The good yep. weather. The baseball's going. We got the hockey playoffs going. So you can literally yes. make wings every night of the week because there's going to be playoff hockey every night. Two at least two games a night. And. You could do them so many different ways, like let's say maybe a hundred different ways, that you'll never get bored, right? That's exactly. Right. Different flavor profiles so for the different moods for different days. So, Paula, how did you get approached into writing a writing a book? So, Paige Street reached out to me on my Instagram page, and it went to my spam because if you're not following the account, it always yep. goes to spam. Yep. So, you know, I think it took a few days for me to even read that. And once I did, I thought, hmm, is this even real? Ah, because you, you know how social media is. <laughs> All the time. They're, yeah. Yes. They're sending you messages. Oh, get your blue check mark. And, you know, I'm get verified, you know, yeah, get verified, get your check mark. And I was thinking, is this one of those things? So I thought on it and then, um, Caitlin left me her email. So I emailed her and I said, well, let, let me see if this is legitimate. Let me see if this is legit. So I reached out to her and long behold, it was a legitimate company out of uh, Massachusetts, they're mm-hmm. out of Salem. Salem, yep. yep. So, yeah. So we started the process there, and I signed my contract in about oh, February of last year. My yeah. manuscript was due in June, and my photos were due in July. So I wrote the whole book and shot the whole book myself. So it was. Um, what? Of- wow! Wow! So basically, you had to write up all your recipes, take all your own photos. Yes, I took all my own photos. Who ate all this food? Who ate all? Who ate all these? All these? <laughs> all these recipes and all these photos? I mean, I did have to give. I did have to give some away. Um, I mean, open up a test kitchen. Hus- crying out loud! My husband was. My husband was winged out. He was winged out. So he was, he was my <laughs> guinea pig. So you know, I was testing recipes, and I was like, "Can you try this? This is good." Because he he loves wings. So he must dream like it, wings. it was a lot of wings. He must dream a like lot of wings. Ghostbuster signs with wings in the middle. <laughs> 
He's like, no more wings. Just like my family's like, no more barbecue. Oh, yeah. Like I picked my sons up from a, a baseball uh, practice last night. They're like, Dad, stop by McDonald's. I'm like, no, oh, we got food at home. What do we got? I'm like, I'll make you some pulled pork sandwiches. They just got deflated. They were just like, oh. dead done. <laughs> See you, Tommy. I'm like, what? See you. I'm like, what? You don't want any? You don't want any pulled pork? Like, no, it's not that we don't want it. It's just like, you know. <laughs> and they start talking like like that. I'm like, I get it, guys. Yeah. A lot of barbecue on here. Again. So <laughs> no you've more. really broken it down too, because here's here's some of the chapters. The must-have classics. Okay, so you yes. have you know the best ever Buffalo, the lemon pepper, the Nashville hot. Um, you know, teriyaki, mango habanero, chipotle honey, you know, the, the, the standard what you would think of, you know, wing sauces. Right? Then you, you broke it down to comfort foods. Interesting. So we have nacho supreme, pepperoni pizza, oh my God. big dill. Uh, That's very phallic. Bacon jam. Chicken parm, Big dill. maple pecan pistachio. It's like okay, you officially have. Well, you had you, you, you had me maple. had me maple. But now, now we, we we're diving deep. Maple pecan. Right? Thank you. I'll take it. But do you think we're going gonna go deeper into this? Let's yes, go. folks. We're about to get into some murky waters here. Let's get deep, Johnny. The sauce boss. Chapter, <laughs> honey barbecue, Mexican buffalo, Jeez. raspberry hoisin, uh, flaming hot dill, sriracha honey. Mm. Um, One of my faves, by the jalapeno way. Jalapeno cheddar. Then we, then we need to go international. Wings around the world. Jesus. You know, poutine wings. Oh! Which is we Whoa. will get to. Is there a picture of that? Oh, <laughs> open that up right now. Let me see. Let me see. I need to know. That's the strawberry cheesecake. Hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Come on, get your little chubby fingers in there and open up that page. It's right there. Uh huh. What? Yes, that exists. Exactly. Oh my god. Right there. Live and eleven color. Hold on, just yeah. Hold on. Can I take a picture of that? Poutine wing, sweet Thai chili, the peri peri Jamaican jerk. Oh, jerk wings. Are... Italian bruschetta. With mozzarella? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, the Cuban mojo, General So's. Sal? General Sal? It all depends on how you want to say Whatever <laughs> restaurant you walk into. General Sal. You know, I'm going to skip a chapter because that's the one I'm really Where? intrigued. Point. The wings gone wild. Oh, my God. But then, then we get the let's get tipsy, chocolate stout wings, fireball whiskey wings. Wings gone wild? Bloody Mary wings, old-fashioned, Jack and Coke, Hennessy honey, tequila sunrise wings. Could you go back to wings gone wild for a minute? Because girls gone wild, there's a lot of nakedness going on. So is it wings gone wild, a lot of naked wings happening? No, no, oh. no. Just wondering. All right. This was one of the, one of the, the questions we're going to get to, but we might as well just get now. The Wings Gone Wild section is your chapter on stuffed wings. <gasps> Wait. Yes. What kind of mad scientists are you to come up and figure out a way 
to stuff a wing. You know, you see a stuffed chicken breast. stuffed wing? A stuffed wing. That's some like wizardry shit right there. This is what I'm saying. Stuffed wing? How did that come together? And how much practice to get it perfect? How, what is this? Now, do you go, you know, under the skin? Black magic Or under the, the, the meat itself? Some black magic shit, I'm saying. Because a wing's only so, you're only dealing with so much space. Right. So, what are you stuffing? Please there? elaborate. What are you stuffing? I have, I've been dying <laughs> for a week work. to find this out. Where's my book? I want to stuff wings. Let's go. Tell us. So, basically, the idea, like you said, from, came from stuffed chicken breast. So, oh. I figured, well, if you can stuff a chicken breast, you can pretty much stuff anything. Mm. Um, so, I decided to test it out and I've seen people do it where they remove the actual bone, but I didn't want to do that because the bone is what gives the flavor and the, yeah. and the like structure and the structure of it too. You need that. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. once you remove the bone, it's no longer a chicken wing it's a chicken nugget. So to me, yeah. I didn't want to do that. Um, and the skin surprisingly stretches more than people think. So you're basically going over top, where all the meat is and you're, and you're just kind of loosening it with your thumb and you're stuffing as much as possible where you don't want it coming right to the end. You want to still have a little bit of a flap because once you grill the wings, it, it's going to heat up and yeah. if you've got cheese in there. It's going to push out. out. So you want to leave yep. a little bit of space. So, but you want to go as far down as possible. And yes, flats are possible to stop stuff as well. A lot of people don't think you can, but yes, you can stuff them. Like the so wing, like the, the actual wing, like not not the uh, the drum, but the wing. You saying stuff like the the, the flat you call it the, with the two balls. The flat, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's what I would think you would stuff more over the the drum. Yeah, I'd say well because you, you ask the the like, I've never done it because you, well because there's two bones and you would think that you could get stuffing right up in between that. You know what I mean? Versus like one bone with meat around it. How do you stuff a drumstick? We're trying to get to that answer if you just take a breath. Oh, I got to be quiet. No, I'm just so overwhelmed right now. Oh, so many Paul, the floor is yours. So many emotions. <laughs> the drum is actually easier to stuff than the flat. Um, a lot of people stuff drumsticks as well. So that's typical. It's easy to, to stuff. The skin is easier to loosen up on a drum as well. But <sighs> so the, the, first, the first stuffed wing that I ever created was about a year and a half ago i believe and it was stuffed with mac and cheese yes what so you're just going right under the skin basically and yeah just stuff in between the right under and the, the skin. skin okay okay yeah you're loosening the skin so i've got um right in the beginning of the book i have some illustrations as far as loosening the skin and kind of breaks down how to stuff the wing i've got a bunch of videos too on my instagram kind of walk people through how to stuff the wing because I feel like a lot of people are visual learners. So if you see a video, it's easier to see that. Yeah. So, um, you, so are you, so are you separating the, are you separating them into like party wings before you do it? Keeping them whole. Yes. Oh, you separate yes. them. Yeah. I'm having, so I'm it having, depends. I mean, I, I always buy them separated. It's just easier to find out my local grocery store. And yeah. unfortunately they were sold out of wings because of me, because I, I think I did like 2,000 pounds of wings for my book. But, uh, <laughs> but so typically I just buy them split. I buy them party wings. So you already buy party wings. Yeah. Because when you buy the whole yeah. wings, a lot of times the party wings are smaller. 
And you can buy yeah. the bigger ones. It looks a little bit more work, cutting off the flapper or whatever. But yeah, they're mm-hmm. bigger. It might be more stuffing yeah. uh, real estate in there. You know what I mean? Or yeah. a little more square yeah. feet in there or whatever. But that is crazy. So can you do like steak and cheese stuffed wings? <laughs> Absolutely. You, Have you done you that? Is that in there? I need to know things. <laughs> no. Did you look at Johnny's no. eyes? Just lit up. He goes, wait, what? Steak and cheese stuffed wings? Let's go. I think we already started, we already started Wing Crush 2. Two. We already started writing a new book for 2. you. 2.0. 2. <laughs> 2.0. 2.0. Holy. Oh. I'm just well, like yeah, it's, blown away right now. You know, because like you said, I, I, with the day I got it, the book... My my daughter grabbed it. She goes, "Ooh, wings!" And she went, and that's that's exactly what jalapeno she goes, jalapeno popper, Dad, jalapeno popper stuffed wings. I go, yes. "Excuse me, did oh my you god, say stuffed!" I'm having visions. Wait, oh, brisket, yeah. brisket stuffed wings. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, buffalo. Dip I gotta go stuffed. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go home and cook. Flaming hot Cheetos, <laughs> <laughs> brisket stuffed wings. I can do oh, that. There's a mac and what do you call those? Cheese. What do you call it? Is a Texas Twinkie would be a brisket stuffed jalapeno popper, but what is a brisket stuffed wing called? Wow, hey, so much to go to home and think about out, today. But the so Brizzy. <laughs> There's so many things to think about. Oh, I love new stuff. You know, That's what so keeps uh, exciting. How do you how do you come up with the the ideas for the different sty- styles or sauces? You know, oh you like the one I I had just just had here was ev- the everything but the bagel, so it's the everything bagel seasoning, mm-hmm. but on the wing, you know oh. how how was the thought process of well I can use this as the seasoning for the wing or I can use this as a sauce. I I basically just took my favorite foods my favorite cuisines and, you know, things that I eat on a regular and I just kind of eating them. I look at it and say, Hey, I think this would be great on chicken wings. You know, the everything, but the bagel seasoning, one of my favorite bagels. So I said, well, let me try it. And, uh, I use mustard as a binder for them and it just helped to stick. And I figured, why not? Let me try it. See, see how it works out. So in the end, it was pretty incredible. I think. Um, you know, it, it turned out. So that's kind of my process where I look at the different types of foods, cuisines, you know, different trends, anything I see on social media. And my, I just kind of think to myself, well, let me, let me take this trend, but put my own spin on it, put my own twist. Cause I love doing that with recipes, just take something and put my own spin on it. I, I don't want it to be, you know, something everybody sees and it's repetitive and, I like to think outside of the box and that's what, you know, I try to achieve with my page as well is think outside of the box and, and have people think outside of the box. And there's just been so many people that have been inspiring to me because, you know, they're doing things outside of the box. And I just, I think that's, you know, really fun to, to do different things, taste different flavors and, you know, not your typical flavors that everybody does. I mean, kind of gets boring after a while, but we always stick to, you know, what we know and love, but it, it's nice to just do different flavors and styles and get people to try them. I always test it on family and friends. They're my guinea pigs. So, you know, I'll, I'll stuff wings like a couple of weeks ago, I did uh smoke and fried wings. So I smoked mm-hmm. the wings first, 
Then I did a corn fritter batter and then I dipped them into the corn fritter and then I fried them. So there was corn and bacon. And so I had my sister Chrissy, try them and I said, Chrissy's can you try is, them? See what Chrissy, you close your mouth, Chrissy. Close your mouth. <laughs> Our producer's drooling over there. She's drooling all over, the, all over the buttons and everything mm-hmm. that she's got to turn. She's drooling all over them. Uh, you know, I just want to, you can, you don't have to answer this question live on the air because you might blow some minds, but am I, am I hearing the rumor here on the uh, chat that you stuff something with fruity pebbles or, or, or potentially Oreo in bacon stuffed wings? What? Yes. Oreo and bacon. In, pe- in fruity pebbles? Or was that just, was this just no, a, no, a no. hard rumor right Not now? Fruity pebbles. <laughs> Not fruity pebbles. But Holy I, I am going to be working on a fruity pebble chicken wing recipe. I already have all the ingredients. I just haven't done it. It's just been so busy for yeah. me. There's a lot of re- recipes are on the, on the back burner, but I do have an Oreo and bacon chicken wing. So basically I took peanut butter smooth peanut butter. I dipped the wings. So that was my binder. I crushed up some golden Oreos. I fried up some bacon. And so I dipped the chicken wing into the crushed Oreos. I smoked them and then I topped them with bacon. Yeah. I I can't live with you. If I ever live with you, I have diabetes by next week. (laughs) Fact. I already do just by reading Fact, the book. I, have di- it's, I feel the diabetes just settling in, oh. and I like it, and I want more diabetes right now. I really do. This is – how about this question right here? <clears throat> Out of all the things that the queen of grill – of the grill grills, if that said that right. Out of all the things, how do you land on wings? Chicken yes. Wings? You like that one? That's a good one, That, right? that was going to be that was gonna be my next question. Why wings? How did you Why settle on wings? on wings? Great minds think alike. Yes, exactly. We don't want to. It it kind of just. It it fell. It just kind of fell together. I decided to start doing something I thought might become a trend: do wings every Wednesday. Because Mm. on social media, uh, you know, men do woman crush Wednesday. So I was like. All right, let me do wings because I do food. So Wing Crush Wednesday, let me start this. See it, see if it takes off. See if people kind of, you know, go along with it mm-hmm. and, and do it. And like let let's make every Wednesday Wing Crush Wednesday. Let's let's just do epic wings and have Love everybody it. on there. And I said, tag me. And so it, it kind of took off from there. And the idea just that's kind of how it came together. And every Wednesday I post different recipes. So all the recipes I post on Wednesdays are different than from my book. Some I post from my book, but most of them on there that you see are just completely different recipes that my book has. Uh, so it took off from there. And and then that's how we landed the book when we were kind of talking about what type of book to write, because we're throwing around different ideas of what, mm. what type of book to do and what's out there and what's been written already. So Caitlin said, well, you do wings every Wednesday. Why don't we do a wing book? You know, we don't have a wing book. So it rolled from there and Wing Crush was born. Have you so ever- everyone in the chat wants wings right now? You know, Junior, Junior Salinas, he's hungry right now. Efren, Mind his mind's blown. Yeah. Lep, just in time, brother. Um, you know, brother Randy, what's happening? Um one of our followers, Big Rome, from the Texas Barbecue chapter, 
He uh, he has a question, and it's the I guess it's the age old debate. So who better to answer this than than you, Paula? Mm-hmm. Flats versus drums. Flats for me. I will never refuse a wing. Never. If you put drums in front of me, I'll eat them. But I'm a flat my guy. preferred is flats. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. How about you? What are you? I mean, yes. I know you're a food guy in general, but let's answer the real question. Yeah. Flats or wings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. She, she. <laughs> I, I avoid the whole question by keeping mine whole. So the flat is there and the drum is there. So you just break so it apart in the end. Technically, still one wing. And then I just eat the whole thing. Take no prisoners. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Paula, have you ever done any comps? Any wing comps? Mm. No. Do you desire to do any? I would love to. I think you Absolutely. would, I think you would wing crush everybody is what I'm thinking. I'd... And then next thing you know, Paul is coming out with a wing comp book. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. I have an open date. <laughs> Schedule this for next year at this time. <laughs> Just going to start writing this book now and have the editorials in by the end of June. Let's go. <laughs> 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 this is amazing. Oh, it really is. You going to live? You all right? Okay. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's- um we, we was a Chapin had a question. And he's wondering, you know, because I, I I know, you know, obviously knowing Maddie and Kiki, um, sometimes you know their recipes have to get changed a little bit. Um you know, are there any ingredients that you use that wow well, we might not well, have a hard time finding here in the States? No, I don't, I don't think you will. Absolutely not. Uh, when I wrote the book, I wanted to make sure that every ingredient that was in the book, any ingredient that was part of my recipe was readily available, easily found, even if you get it on Amazon, which I highly doubt you'll have to even go to that extent. But they're, they're very generic, you know, paprika, salt, pepper, cayenne. There's a lot of things that you can find. And some recipes have use your favorite rub, which you can use whatever rub you have. Mm. So I kept it very simple and very generic just because, you know, I put myself in other people's shoes. And if I'm picking up a book and, you know, I'm reading and I'm seeing all these ingredients that aren't available, do I really want to make these recipes? Mm. And do I really want to continue reading through the book? So if the first few recipes are, you know, things that I can't buy at my local grocery store, then I'm not going to continue on and I'll be very disappointed. So I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make sure that people were able to find these ingredients mm-hmm. and, and just make it simple. You know, your everyday cook doesn't want to spend time going out to, you know, five different stores just to get a rub or something like that. Right. Right. So right. That's, that, that was kind of my mindset doing the book. And I feel like they're, they're very simple as far as finding the ingredients. And you make all your own sauces. For these are the how to make each sauce and like each that have wings that have a sauce here explaining how to create those sauces from scratch but you don't have any sauces yet for yourself like bottled like paula's line of wing sauces or anything like that right no okay. no i don't no not at this time not at this but time but the door is open for anyone that's out there listening <laughs> paula's got some amazing <laughs> recipes in here 
I do, I do have, I do make my own rubs, which are not available to the public. I don't yeah. sell them, but there's two rubs that I make on my own. One is maple pepper. Mm. And then mm. the other pepper. one I make is a sweet heat. You know, a lot of people make a sweet heat, but I feel like mine's a little bit unique with the certain ingredients I add in there. Um, but as far as them being sold to the public, no, not at the moment. Nice. Leave a little for the future, a little for the imagination, you know. Oh, because the... This book is going to call for a <clears throat> 2.0 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we're getting bombarded in, in, the, in the chat here, Paula. So as of right now, where can you buy the book? I believe it was released last week mm-hmm. or the week before. So it should, yes. it should be available, um, you know, your local bookstores, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. are you with them or... Yep, so it was released on Tuesday, April the 26th, so last week. Available worldwide, so anywhere you can access Amazon, you can get the book. Barnes & Noble, Chapters, There's I've got a whole bunch of links in my bio, so anybody that's looking for the book, you can even download um, from Apple Books, Google Play, anywhere. It's pretty much available anywhere you can get it. Yes, Gray. The sauce recipes are in the book for each wing, correct? That was we just talked yes. about that. All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, yep. so guys, get out there, your local bookstores. And if you're in from Amazon. around here, it's Bonds and Noble. Bonds and Noble. Bonds and Noble. That's what that's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Matty and Kiki would have a field day well that with that. Yeah. They like to make fun they, of Yeah, they love they love the Boston. They like to the, bust the chops. The Boston accent. We actually they got them it. using it by the end of the show. We, they always do. We always, we always get them caught they up. They always start off with a Boston accent and end with a Boston accent. With that's the it. Show. <laughs> that's it. Well, Paula, thank you so much for taking some time to join us and talk about this incredible book. This, you have an absolute smash on your hands, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like I said, I haven't, I haven't been able to put it down. You know, there's a hundred wing recipes, and then the you know the the thought of it, then you know getting it the this this part of it that, then the stuff part. What 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 was it? I can't even I can't even keep myself contained here. Strawberry cheesecake wings, ladies and gentlemen. Shouldn't be. That's allowed. all I should, have to say. You should need a strawberry license. cheesecake wings. You should need a, like a like a some type of a license to carry or something. Yes, to be able to make this those book wings. should be illegal. You know. It, it's thank you in yeah. like thirty eight states. Some good Ooh. stuff in there. Some real good stuff, well, Paula. Paula. Thank you so much. So, mm-hmm. where can everybody find you? Uh, social media wise, website, Facebook, Instagram. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been a blast. You, you guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for the kind words. Truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, social media, Instagram, Queen of the Grill, TikTok, Queen of the Grill. That's those are the only two I've got right now. It's it's a lot to keep up with them, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, those are the two. And <clears throat> keep an eye out tomorrow. I've got a giveaway, a grill, my book. So stay tuned. I've got that on. You tomorrow. guys heard it here. You know what tomorrow is? Tell us, John. Wing Crush Wednesday. Pay attention. Hello. I knew the answer to that. I was seeing if you actually knew the answer to that. I was going to say that. I really was. Absolutely. So, Paula, thank you so much. Hang in there one second. We're going to close the show up. We'll jump right back on with you. Unbelievable. It's just amazing. Unbelievable. 100 wing recipes. 
hundred. Hundred. I mean, I can come up with like ten. <laughs> My own. That's about oh, it. God, you, oh God! But a hundred is like hello. You know the best part about it? Mother's Day is Sunday. What are you gonna do? Wings. Next, for you or for for mom? For mom, for for Mrs. Mag. I know that, but I'm saying. I oh. asked her what she would like. She you said, know, wings. if I was gonna cook something, cook. She goes, I want wings. What do you think she's going to pick? Go, perfect. I don't know. Cheesecake wings? Strawberry cheesecake wings? Oh, I don't know. Because if she does, just let it, just so like, I might have Hell, to stop. Gray that. already told her to have fire up the kettle for when I get home. Before you had a meltdown. Before you have a meltdown fire up the over kettle. <laughs> oh, but yeah, awesome. Awesome. Guy. Like I said, guys and girls, get out there, order it up. Like I said, wing crush, 100 recipes for your grill mm-hmm. and or smoker. Yep. Um. It's it's well worth it. It is, it's mind blowing. The pictures are incredible. Great, by the way, the yes, the colors just Great jump off the page. Pictures at she you. took in here, amazing. You know, and like like I had said on a bunch of others with Page Street, the actual paper they use, it's quality. It's quality, and you know you can have it flat while you're preparing. Spill a little something and it wipes off clean. Mm. Trust me. I'm an absolute slob in the kitchen. You drool a lot. I know and that. if it wasn't, I w- I, I'd be on my eighth Reishian book because I've dropped so much stuff. <laughs> but it, it, they clean up nice, quality <clears throat> book. But, guys, yeah, get it. Order them up. Wing crush. And uh, and get cook and cook and posting those pictures. Absolutely. They're going to blow your mind. What's up, Robert? What's up, Jonathan? Thanks for watching, guys. Next week. What do we got going on? We are continuing our book. Month mm-hmm. with uh, Ed and Noel Randolph in their book "Hot and Fast on Your Traeger Grill." You know what I was just thinking? These, I'm a handsome man. Absolutely not. But these, thank you. These book reports we're doing right now are way easier than when we were in grade school. I know, huh? <laughs> way easier. Who needs to read War and Peace when you can wig? Wing crush. That's it. I don't even need the cliff notes. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even buy the cliff notes for wing crush. I would have aced English. I wouldn't even buy the cliff notes. I'd read the book. So read the damn book. Instead, I'm a C average man. Yeah. But on that note. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Let's get the hell out of here. C average in what category? We'll talk about that next week. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at all the links down below. Um, questions, comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. and review. Hit that share button. Do it. Five stars is not always nice. Do it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, dude. Until next week, yo. Till next week. Keep, Keep that smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.